This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And... We are bringing you the news this morning. The, That's what we're I doing. Like we're like anchors. <laughs> like I, we're like the mm-hmm. anchor. <laughs> what a, 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 a messy Monday morning. It was funny because last week I felt on like Wednesday, I was like, oh, like this week is just kind of like going along. Like, you know, there's like some drama brewing in Dallas. Like there's some other stuff <laughs> happening, but like kind of like a, a an average week in the Bravo sphere. And then by Friday, everything had like, imploded on itself and then by sunday it's like i need a i need a nap and this happens every time i'm not even (laughs) exaggerating after you and i are done recording Mm -hmm. boom every everything happens i would say like thursday at noon is like the prime time for things (laughs) to get messy right as we finish our episodes for the week um okay so first we're gonna talk about million dollar listing new york and shahs of sunset but first we have a bunch of stuff to get to um, so James and Raquel are engaged. Um, James proposed on the Pump Rules cast trip to Palm Springs, which was this weekend. And on Friday night at the Empire Polo Club, which is where Coachella happens, he threw Raquel a Rachella party. Um, and he proposed there and they look so happy and we're so happy for them. And I just feel like Obviously, they waited until they were filming again, which, like, it's their job. I would be annoyed if they didn't. But, like, I'm I'm so happy for them. I feel like it's time, and it feels I, like James yeah. has come a long way. I was just going to say, I feel like as a couple also, they have come a long way. And Raquel has been, like, his mm-hmm. rock. See what I did there? And <laughs> his Raquel. <laughs> I think they're really cute. I'm I'm excited to see it on the show because... I know. We just I'm curious. So they had this trip to Palm Springs. Sheena and Lala were both there, like, you know, new mommies doing, Dedication it, girls. doing the damn thing. I posted about Sheena being there like three weeks after giving birth. And some people took that as like an opportunity to mom shame her. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I am applauding her. She is doing her job. She's making it work, figuring it out, looking great. Like, it is so it is so bizarre to me that people see that and are like, what a shame. Like, where is her kid? It's like Dylan, is I, the internet not appalling to you in general? People take any opportunity at in any way, shape, or form to shame anyone that they don't like, agree look, with. It's I am bizarre. sure I am sure Summer Moon Honey is well taken care of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she's not home alone. It's really fine. I'm excited to see. I'm curious now if if, I don't. I don't know if Lala and Randall are still getting married in July. We might be seeing that on the show. There's going to be a bunch of stuff happening. You know what I could do? I could do a spinoff wedding show for them. I really could do that. I could. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. 
But I think she said they weren't getting married on television. So I take that back. I don't back. know. I don't know. It's funny because original, like last season, Jackson Brittany's wedding was such a slog to get through. But like, I'm actually into the idea of seeing like James and Raquel and like Lala. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. Sorry, I just laugh because do you remember how long that was on for? We were like, dude, can this end, well, please? Well, and the problem was like on Atlanta this season, think about like Cynthia's wedding was halfway through the season, but that wasn't the only storyline. Like on Vanderpump <laughs> Rules, so we heard bad. so much about Jackson Brittany's wedding. Yeah. Like the entire season until like episode 11 was exclusively about that. <laughs> Just <laughs> honestly, onward and upward. I feel like I I'm excited about this cast now. Charlie was on the trip this weekend. Um, I'm I feel excited like too it's to see be her because vibe. yeah, because you know she wasn't my favorite on last season, but I feel like with this cast shakeup, I feel like she's in like now more of her element. And now the other two dudes are gone. Like I I feel like this is tar- Charlie's time to shine. She wasn't right. with the right cast. Well, yeah, like last season there was like that whole crop of new people, and I feel like oh, it was hard gosh. to kind of like establish yourself whereas this season it really looks like she's kind of in the group so i don't think there's going to be that kind of weird split Mm -hmm. um but yeah we'll see but speaking of casts that are now in need of a shake-up or maybe a put down i don't know um the the dallas the dallas mess has had intensified since we recorded on thursday um i think we covered the tweet that court sent yes that had happened but um, Court ended up deleting his Twitter account, or maybe it got shut down. I don't know. Twitter doesn't lie. Um, but that whole thing happened, and then there was just more back and forth. And eventually, Bravo ended up putting out a statement on Friday in support of Tiffany and clarifying that anti-racism is not a form of racism, which um, seems like it shouldn't need to be said but obviously it does um i was really glad to see bravo put that statement out and it came out after tiffany's lawyer gave a statement to variety basically saying the westcott's need to keep tiffany's name out of their mouth because otherwise it won't be good and i when i saw that i was like yes get them get them tiff because we have seen already that tiffany is a very educated smart woman and knows what she's doing and says all the right things. So the fact that like Cameron just kept going and the things we said this, even during the reunions, she was like saying things that didn't need to be said, didn't make sense. And then to get your husband involved, babe, this is your, you're on this show, not your husband. And also like, that was something we both said, like just didn't need to be said like court say, stay in your lane. Like, yeah, and, but you know what? We always say, "Good thing he did say something." Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes now when that know. happens, now exactly, we know. exactly. I, I do feel like sometimes on these shows, people can people can really show you what they want to show you about. You know, C- Cameron has this. You know, like the Barbie, whatever. That's like kind of how she comes across, and the the tweets and stuff last week, and from her brother or from her husband and her husband's brother chart which that's the whole that name gets me every time like it just our was boys so, court and chart coming court through. and chart it's so like it's just so nasty and it's Gross, like yeah. it's that's so different than any kind of drama that you have on a reality show and i'm glad that yeah i'm glad that we know now and it really makes it it makes it hard to see how Cameron could stay on the show and it would just be like not a big deal. Well, and number one, not having a relationship with 
Tiffany, who we all want to see stay on the show, but also your fan base has now seen your true colors and there's not much support there. Like I've said before, like she was funny on the show. And then like after a while or foot in her mouth, it's hard to like support someone like that because you're kind of gross. I don't know. So speaking of Tiffany on the show, Tiffany (laughs) was very busy on Thursday, Friday, one of those days, changing her Instagram bio like four times. Um, So she first changed it to say previous cast member of RHOD, which obviously people took to mean that she was leaving the show. Um, And then she changed it a a couple hours later to season five cast member, which is a little uh, less obvious, but still makes it sound like she's not coming back. And then I believe she changed it again to just cast member. So Bravo was probably like, Tiffany, (laughs) stop, please. Yeah, it's interesting because I doubt that any kind of contracts for a season six have gone out yet. So Housewives, usually once they finish the reunion, are in this kind of state of flux until the next season picks up where like you know you're not technically a current housewife but you know unless you know you're not coming back you're not going to say that you're a former housewife and so when sometimes when we see people take the show out of their instagram bio it's like a contract negotiation thing but this felt different because it felt like tiffany was trying to Uh, tell us that she's not coming back and then page six reported from an insider source that she's done with the show We'll see. I don't know. That was before Tiffany or that was before Bravo had made the statement in support of her. And she, you know, retweeted that and like expressed her thanks to Bravo for Mm -hmm. standing up for her. So I don't know. I mean, if Dallas is going to come back, I feel like there's a lot of work to do in terms of like figuring out that cast. But We'll see. I mean, I love Tiffany. Would love to see her back on the screen. I love that Deandra has been sticking up for her on social media. Um, but I don't, it's just, who knows? Yeah. So we'll see. And we always said, if Dallas in general doesn't come back, we got to make a married to medicine Dallas version and have Tiffany star and then find some other doctors um, and nurses, et cetera, to go on there because it, w- it she's just, I feel like too, <laughs> what same thing with Charlie, not to compare them, but like, this wasn't Tiffany's cast. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, well, and we've seen on other shows, even more specifically, like Leva on Southern Charm was a good example where they they cast a person of color on these shows, which obviously is important. And then they're kind of put in an unfortunate position of having to explain things or defend themselves oh, because of that. And it's like, we need we need these people to be on these shows and thrive, not to be in a hostile environment. 100% I saw someone post something this weekend that one, when brought when a person of color is on these shows, their, their storyline shouldn't be to educate the other cast members. They totally. should be on the show. And I, I thought that was like uh, perfect. That was, um that was Sam from Bravo historian tweeted that. And it was yeah. it's just so true because it's like, obviously diversity is so important, but like, it's not just because you're not white, it's not your job to be like the racism professor on the show. And yeah, I hope that I hope that we get to see Tiffany in some capacity. But also, I wouldn't blame her if she's like, fuck this. Like, I have a real life. I'm I'm good. Right. Um. Yeah. Well, OK. So speaking of people not returning to their shows, well, their shows, Hannah announced that she's not <laughs> returning to Summer House because she is going to continue her journey of stand up comedy and making fart jokes. So. Um, good for her. Yep. Uh, this this definitely had big um, 
contracts went out and Hannah didn't get what she wanted energy. Um, you know, it happens. The, I, the first thing people think of when someone announces they're not returning is, was it your choice or was it their choice? And this did not right. seem like it was hers, but yeah, I mean, who knows? My opinion. She'll, she'll do fine. She, I mean, that's the thing. Like people obviously were frustrated with her on the show this season, but I feel like she's the kind of person where she still has plenty of fans and um, you know, maybe she can be even more successful not on the show than she, cause now she doesn't have to like, now she doesn't have to like make drama. She can just like do her podcasts and her comedy shows. And totally. We wish her luck Mary and maybe does. she'll, she'll make a visit to the house over the summer, which I doubt, but like maybe, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Kyle like will stay in his room the whole time she's there. <laughs> yeah, so. But Summerhouse season five, I'm or season six. What season is it? Season six. I'm so excited. I need. Did it now. they announce the day that Winter House is starting yet? No, they've said coming Gosh, this fall. Why? So I'm assuming oh. it won't be until like September or something. Oh, okay. But they did announce that the official title of it is Summerhouse Winter Charm. Which is, that is horrible. Why? Certainly a name. <laughs> <laughs> Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. So Bravo announced a whole slate of new programming last week. It was the TV upfront, so all the networks were doing this, but there are some exciting developments in the Bravo and also in the the Peacock sphere. Um, So we're getting two new Below Deck shows, which these were both these were both like rumored slash kind of confirmed, but we have Below Deck Adventure, which is going to be, it takes place in Norway and it's like basically Below Deck, but with a bigger emphasis on like outdoorsy activities, which Guys, sounds Below Deck cool. is a breakthrough. It is number one show on Bravo. Number yeah. one. It, I, it's just I'm unreal. interested to see. And then there, so Peacock is going to do Below Deck Australia, which sounds fun just because I love the accents. Um, But I'm interested to see what adventure is like, because usually on these shows, we don't really care that much about what the activities are. Like, it's like, okay, there's the water toys, a beach picnic, like, whatever. It's not that exciting. Um, So it'll be cool to see like a really kind of different spin on the below deck format. Yeah, but I can just picture not 
like what you just said, not like the beach picnic. I'm adventure, AKA excursions. This is going to be scuba diving, waterfall climbing. I'm making this all up. I right. have an absolutely no idea, but this is right. what There's it's going to be, be like a, a fjord hike. And like one of the people, <laughs> the stew is going to have to like carry a table up a mountain. Like there's going to be some, I'm sure, I'm sure some fun shenanigans. Um, we also got confirmed Candy is getting an OLG spinoff. It essentially oh, yeah. sounds like it's going to be Vanderpump Rules, but Candy. Can- candy Pump Rules. Burris Rules, yeah. <laughs> um, Vanderpump Rules, it, but Candy. It's funny, like, they currently haven't titled the show, so when they announced it, it's just like, Candy Old Lady Gang Project. And it's like, it's just come up with a name. Yeah, it's very interesting to announce it without a name. I feel like that is, like, the kicker, you know? Like, yeah, same thing with... I, Winterhouse, why would they not have a name first? I am excited to see Candy kind of in boss mode because we obviously get glimpses of that on the show. But I feel like on Vanderpump Rules, those first few seasons, it was so fun to see Lisa in like a different kind of role where she didn't mm-hmm. have to be involved with the group and kind of playing their game. Yep. And I feel like Candy's going to be great at that. It's going to be so fun to have the old lady gang making more appearances because we love mama Joyce and Bertha and Nora. Um, and I hope they find some like really um, some great, like messy, hot people <laughs> to work in the restaurant. Cause <laughs> I don't know this. I mean, Vanderpump Rules obviously is iconic. So I'm hoping that we get another gem. Like I was that. just going to say, if it is the same concept as um, VPR, like that's going to be awesome. There's also been rumors, this has not been announced or anything, but I've heard that um, they have a similar concept, at least in development with Leva, which sounds like it could be great because her restaurants and bars are obviously like an institution in Charleston. So if we had like a a Republic of Leva show or something. Oh my God. Well, now, great. Now every single Bravo Lab after their book deal, their spinoff show, they're going to open a a restaurant and now this it's a pattern. I mean, we're going to get the Buca Buca di (laughs) spinoff. Okay. So that's exciting. There are a few also brand new shows that were announced. Okay. So there's one called Life is a Ballroom, which is going to be about ballroom competition dancers. Sounds fun. Um, Love Without Borders, which sounds a lot like 90 Day Fiance, but it's like people leaving their homes <laughs> to like go find love. Um, and then Love Match Atlanta, which I'm excited about. And it's about one of the top black matchmaking agencies in the country. And I feel like that is really exciting because I can see there being like drama between the people that work there, but then also the like dating side of it. Yeah. I feel like in my head, it's going to be like selling sunset, but you're like finding relationships instead of houses. Instead of homes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. And we're missing one. Um, Ryan Serhan is, of course, getting his oh, own spinoff show because yeah. why not? Right, like because Ryan's renovations or something. Ra- he's renovating his home and we need to watch. So, I mean, that's something that I feel <laughs> I like should know. be on HD TV, not Bravo. I just feel like, okay. Le- they're filler. They're filler shows for when a new yeah, one comes out. I mean, I feel like any of these could have potential, but like none of them sound like they all sound like none of them sound like classic Bravo. Like, oh, that's going to be amazing. <sighs> Absolutely. But they could this, be. They this, could be. I will never not think of an this SNL skit that happened a few years ago, which I think I've talked about on the show before. But this is a prime example of that where the, the guy's voice 
like who does the like Bravo voiceover be like, and then take a look at the event and like they yeah. do. And then this and then like Dylan got a barbecue. So check him out on Dylan barbecue. Like, it's just yeah. like, yeah, they're like, and the guy that does and the guy that does her hair has a gay best friend, too. And now he has a show. Like, yeah, it's it is exactly it. But like, just chill for a second. Come up with a great concept of a show and then make it like stop me doing all now, these. I'm shocked that they haven't given Deandra's shaman turned hairstylist a show. Yet. <laughs> like, Stop! Darren's you're show, just manifest. You just manifested it. It's gonna happen. Spring 2023 coming to Peacock. Uh, <laughs> okay. Speaking of Ryan Serhant, let's get into Million Dollar Listing. There have been two episodes so far this season, and we both are caught up now. Um, Dylan promised me we would talk about it today. <laughs> I will say you you'll know from last season of Million Dollar Listing LA. Barry is a bigger million dollar listing fan than I am, but I particularly think that New York is like not that good. Like it just doesn't quite do it for me. It's definitely one of those shows that I put on in the background because Mm -hmm. you just like to hear the information. And I did tell Dylan that like, I prefer the original cast of New York rather than like, this new one at Frederick is now by coastal. So he's only been in this last episode. He's back and forth, but he's, I don't even know if he's going to be, I, he's not even a full character on each, um, on each of the shows, but you know what I'm noticing in, in this season so far, which has only been two episodes. They're doing a lot of personal life scenes and it's like, no, mm-hmm. I, I like just want to, wa- I don't want this to be housewives of real estate. I want it to be, selling the houses and and that's what this show is so it's one thing to get glimpses of your personal life duh we need to know who you are but the whole thing no no that's what i it's interesting so the first couple episodes so far are pre-pandemic still so it's like early 2020 um and then clearly at some point there's going to be lockdown and we're going to resume later so it's weird because most of the shows that are premiering now were filmed like in the fall. So it's interesting to really be like a full year behind. Um, and we're getting kind of, it feels too normal almost. Right. Like when you're watching, you're like, Oh my God, what the hell? Cause all right. these people are in the right. house. Like, how is she and having I was like, so many people at this oh appetitivo. I was okay. So we have a new Tyler was already he's newer, but Kirsten is a new cast member. This, our first woman, Kirsten. Kirsten. Not Kirsten. Not Kristen. (laughs) Is the first female cast member of Million Dollar Listing New York, which is great. But if you want to turn the show into a drinking game and every time she says the word Italy, you will be wasted by the end of the episode. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. They're giving us a lot of personality from Kirsten right off the bat. Kirsten, also known as KJ, if if the name is giving you trouble. Um, So... I can't quite figure it out because in all of her confessionals, it's like they're doing the most with editing and like stitching stuff together to make her seem like extremely over the top. And I don't doubt that she has a big personality, but it's like, you're making us think that this woman is obnoxious right off the bat. And I don't, I don't really get it because it's like, you know, this show has been on for a million years. This is the first time there's a woman in the cast. Like, can you just like introduce her? to us before we are getting like annoyed with her like it's it's frustrating to me because i'm like we're two episodes in and like i want to like everyone kind of but it's like 
because million dollar listing isn't supposed to be about the drama. It's supposed to be about the real estate. And I'm like, okay, like I already feel like they're making it seem like she's doing too much. And I, if she's annoying, I want her to like show us that she's annoying, not the editors to like hammer it into us. Right. Like they already showed her allegedly stealing a, uh, developer from Tyler and it's like I don't think that's the way it really like went down so I agree they're like put putting like things together where it's like she as a woman is like has to fight for her her way to the top and like make her be the best or whatever but I feel like she's doing that like on her own like she's great at that or else she wouldn't right, be like I just want to see her doing her job yeah. and like that that apartment that she has that her so her husband is a developer stefano who of course she met when she was studying abroad and yep he's an yeah. italian developer um, it was like so funny that she's hosting this event to like relaunch this property and she's having an aperitivo because that's what they do in italy and she's like inviting all these italians that she knows and like, you speak- just said it like eight times in the sentence too because like imagine how many speaking, times she, has she said speaks it. to them in the language that they speak in that one country <laughs> and it's funny to me because I'm like, okay, like you're saying that Italians are a tough crowd. So like, why are you only trying to sell this apartment to people from Italy? Like, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I like getting her kind of like backstory, but it's, it is like, it's kind of a lot. And Kirsten gets a spinoff as she sells real estate in Italy. Oh Imagine. my God. I would, is would she, oh, Joe Judice can be her developer. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, we see Kelly but, Ben Simone again, too. Okay, I have to say, Kelly has been, you know, made kind of like a featured guest appearance in both episodes so far, and I kind of love it. I She's popping in and out. It's when funny. I, when she first posted that she was going to be on the season, I kind of rolled my eyes and was like, like, why? Like, we don't need this. But I seeing Kelly in real estate mode, I'm like, I feel like this is kind of what she's meant to do. She seems like... She's definitely giving us, like, a fun vibe, but, like, she seems like she has her shit together and is clearly doing very well at real estate, and Mm -hmm. I like seeing her in this environment, and to be honest, after two episodes, I'm like, I wouldn't mind if she was, like, on the show. I agree again. Maybe Housewives wasn't her cast, wasn't her comfort zone. And you know what? It's all trial and error. Life is trial and error. You got to see where you fit in, and she's, like, really... Seems like the type of person who doesn't do well with a group of women instead on her own and selling what she knows best. But I kind of like her popping in and out like that. Like, no, I'd be fine with her being kind of like. (laughs) Every time someone knocks at the door, it's Kelly Benson. I'd be good with her being like a a kind of like friend of this season or like a a colleague of, I guess. Are there friends of on Million Dollar Listing? We should make that a thing. I don't know. Did you, there was a story though that last year she sold like $50 million of real estate or something. So she clearly is good at this. Do you think is that why Ram- what Ramona saw? And Ramona's like, if she can do it, I can do it. But what has Ramona sold? Has Ramona sold anything? She's still Where, doing this gig? <laughs> I don't know. Doing real estate is funny because it's like, and like you can get your real estate license, but that doesn't mean you're like employed as a real hey, estate agent. Can like, you see Ramona on the show being like, well, well, you just look at it as a pool. You need to have it. I mean, like, got, what, I mean, look, you uh, can have Pinot Grigio in the living room. Hello. <laughs> like 12, $12 million. That's, I mean, wow. Wow. $12 million. Give me like, two. Give me two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. I'm enjoying. We can, we'll, we'll check in with Million Dollar Listing and see how the season's going. Mixed reviews so far. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Okay, let's talk about Shaws of Sunset. The premiere was last night. Um, this season, right off the bat, I'm kind of into it. We have, you know, relationships have developed since last time we saw these people. Yes. I like to see that Reza and MJ seem like they're in a position. They meet up for drinks this episode. They both agree that they're like no longer angry about what happened. And kind of like step. the past is in the past. And I, I'm happy about it because last season, obviously there was some great drama with them, but it was just like so dark and intense. And I like that we can kind of take baby steps forward and kind of have that relationship back because there's plenty of other stuff going on. Obviously, Tommy is not over it yet, but I like seeing that Reza and MJ can at least like be cordial to each other. Absolutely. And again, Shaws of Sunset, top show on Bravo. One, if you haven't watched it, you need to. Start from the beginning. It's so it is so good. I've said it repeatedly on the podcast. Like it is so good, but I'm so glad that they're friends. Fr- quotes friends again and I believe I have said in the past that this is one of the friendships that I did not give up on in my head I was like mm-hmm. I feel that yes the things that were said on both ends were very bad but it was in the it was in the moment of like hurt and like anger and I just feel that at there they were friends for so long it wasn't just one of those throwaway friendships that they were going to come around and fix it and like we see that and it's like it's really like exciting i mean we still got to work on the rest of the group because like i can't see i don't think mj and uh golmas on mj and destiny are in the best place they, they are mj and Golnasa are like f- in a good Present, place now in real day. time yeah. yeah yeah so we'll see kind of how that comes through i love present day <laughs> tommy irl um just one line that I have to highlight. Tommy is talking to MJ about these people. And he says, Rez is a piece of shit. Golness is a sewer rat. And Destiny looks like the Count from Sesame Street. 
<laughs> I, I laughed. Just, I was like, like losing it because Tommy is one of those people where he is like so ridiculous in a way that you like can't dislike him because he just is like hilarious every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> I, I'm laughing. He, he really is. I mean, granted, we don't like condone what he did last year, but I will oh, never not. I I don't not like him. I think that yeah. him and Rez are they're working through there. I like right, the, the fact that MJ is not um, continuing her relationship because of Tommy. She's well, that's a separate situation, but so she's moving right. forward with Reza and he has his own shit to figure out. And Tommy is setting his six reminders a day to do <laughs> his gratitude. He says what he's grateful for, including MJ's caboose. Um, and, and Toya, also, she hasn't said a word all day. And Toya the dog. We also, both MJ and Tommy this episode make a little slip up, misspeak, and say Mike and Jessica instead of Mike and Paulina. And But the thing is, MJ does it when she's talking about them. Tommy does it right in front of them. He's Were like, you peeing in your pants when he said it to, and they just showed Paulina? He couldn't like, remember her name. He goes, Mike and I, and just, just, just and Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to talk about Mike and Paulina. No, no Jessica in the picture, but Mike and Paulina are in... <laughs> Guys, Jessica hasn't been in the picture in <laughs> over in three years. Literally yeah, three years. Yeah, you know, Plus. old habits die hard. <laughs> um, so Mike tells us early in the episode that he's in a new apartment in Hollywood. He listed his house just because Paulina's divorce isn't final yet. You know, he's just, he's just, you know, biding his time. Like they'll move in soon, whatever. We get a little different story from Paulina. Because it turns out Mike has had a little um, a little texting issue. Um, well, this is so not out of the ordinary for Mike because every season so far, this is why you guys have to catch up. You have to start from season one. He has a different project every single season. Mm-hmm. And this seems mm-hmm. to be selling his house as his new one. He So, yes, but let's now get into the real so, reason. Okay. So there are texts <laughs> between Mike and a woman that are sexual and graphic in nature. We get some of them read by Destiny and Reza in a very dramatic uh, (laughs) sequence. But basically, these texts exist. There are screenshots of them that Paulina has obtained. And Mike claims that this random woman basically was texting him and, like, fabricated this and that he never responded to her. And then his iCloud got deleted. And that's, like, this big thing. And, of course, then... They're like, why don't you get a new phone number? He can't get a new phone number because he's had this phone number for 20 years and all his contacts from Vegas are on this number. And Paulina's like, why do you need the contacts from Vegas, baby? And she, and he's like, for business. That's how we make money. It is, look, what he's saying, it could be true, but it also really could not be true. <laughs> it sounds like he memorized a whole slew of note cards before he went to this um <laughs> dinner at MJ's house and it's crazy because we have seen Mike come a long way so it's like I really don't want him to have made a slip up but it's so not out of character for him even Paulina I think is the one that said like once a cheater always a cheater you know what I mean but like she sent these text message to Reza, Destiny, and Golnessa. I feel like she did it. They didn't explain that uh, like totally. I feel like they she texts them, aka like this is what he did. He's your friend. I'm not dealing with this. That's essentially what I got right. from that. And it, it she was being kind of nasty to them. Like basically, you can defend him if you want to, but I'm out. But meanwhile, 
there to get she never did anything like she's still with right him. they're at dinner they, the next night yeah. uh, so it's weird to me that he, she sent these texts to the three of them but not to mj so then mj and tommy are hearing about this for the first time mj i really liked how she pulled paulina aside and they kind of I feel like they had a little more of a heart to heart about it with MJ, obviously not super buying Mike's story and basically being like, you know, if you still care about this relationship, like you need to work with him to get to a place where you can be okay and like trust him. But like, I liked that MJ wasn't just like automatically taking Mike's side because Mike doesn't necessarily deserve that. Like, I don't think he's earned that. Yeah. Because and- as Tommy has said, he didn't go to your sip and see last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're like a little too good at Tommy's voice. I can do to- Dylan can do everyone else. I can do Tommy. <laughs> I can do Kenya more apparently, but um <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm. It's great to see everyone in this episode. Like, Destiny is living in a house across from Reza. Oh, Gigi how funny looks is that? Super happy with Elijah. It's it's good to see where everyone's at. And honestly, everyone but Mike seems like they're in a pretty good place. Nima's business, I guess not. But like, I know I feel bad with that. But honestly, it's like it, that scene where he was like they the two of them in the pool, and he was like, "You have really big nipples." And I was, and then it just took away from everything I was paying attention to in my life. And I was just focused on Mike's nipples, which by the way, I don't think are that big. I don't think they're that big. It was a way to get our attention off of Nima's teeth, which is always. (laughs) (laughs) They're so white. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. I Nima always kind of fades into the background for me. I feel like he's like the least interesting in the cast, not in a rude way, just like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he's one of those where they're trying to like find something for him I believe to be relevant he, but i believe that he is really friends with them which is why it makes sense for him to be around but in terms of like the reality tv cast dynamic everyone else in this show kind of brings it every season and he's a little more of just like a he like hangs out Yeah, but this season is, i feel like going to get wild i think it's gonna be really good really um entertaining and i'm excited i'm very excited so you have time guys you have a week watch all eight 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 seasons i think that's how many (laughs) or i will say um bravo i think if you're if you're on like the bravo app or on on demand or whatever they have like a 30 minute like refresher special type of thing for shaw's like how they got here whatever i watched it last season like it's helpful to kind of give you like the lay of the land. So oh, you could oh. watch, you could watch this season and feel like you knew kind of who was who and then go back and catch up later. But if you don't watch the beginning, you're missing out on Lily Galici and like you, you need to um, be in, in that, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> in right, that right. info. Like, still keep it on the list. But like, if you want to watch now, you can. Yeah. You totally can. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, Barry, we have lots that we have talked about. And so it is now time for the grab the skinny pop moment of the day. Um, endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. And luckily, every kernel of skinny pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that I can eat it by the handful or even the bagful. Barry, out of all of this m- mess that we have talked about, what is your grab the skinny pop moment of the day? Without even thinking, it's Mike telling his story about um, the girl and the text messages. I, for for me, I can say that outweighs any one I've ever said in the past. I think 
watching Mike tell this story, allegedly lying, allegedly telling the truth of him and his iCloud getting hacked is one of the best skinny pop moments that there have been. <laughs> that That's it. Hands down. That's yeah. just it was difficult. And and each bite you're like, oh, my God, like what what what's coming next? Like, how are you in this web? Oh, you my know, goodness. iCloud is tricky. <laughs> I wish the best for him and Paulina, though. I really do. Like, she seems like a really good girl. So I she, it, right. she seems like she seems woman. like the perfect woman for him. And it's it's on him if he fucks it up because she's like she's in it. Um, my skinny pop moment, I'm going to go back to million dollar listing Kelly Ben Simone in this like multi-million dollar house falling in a ball pit in the basement. It just took me back to like vintage Kelly Ben Simone for just a second. And I, you know, I was loving it. I, I couldn't get enough, but those are today's grab the skinny pop moments. You can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com. Guys, thanks so much for listening. We will be back tomorrow night with our Roni recap. Uh, So don't forget to rate review and follow. So you never miss an episode and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention it all is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.